Welcome to the final chapter in our acquisition strategy, and I call it plan ahead. So let's recap all the things that we took, uh, we looked into on these in these chapters, and really let's talk about like what is acquisition, what's awareness. Like if you're not planning ahead for the action you want someone to take, that doesn't really mean much, right? You're going to have really bad ROI or bad metrics to report on. So a couple of things that you want to um, look at before starting your acquisition is understanding the trends, right? So we uh, utilize some some free search tools. I showed you Uber Suggest, SEM Rush. Uh, Google Trends is a great one, obviously, to get a, a grasp on what's trending right now, uh, what are people typing in, what are people asking, and then you want to answer those questions uh, through your content. Tap into social, right? We didn't really touch on this too much because it's more of an awareness play, but you know, influencer marketing it can be a big uh, uh, awareness, but also acquisition play. You see a lot of people uh, will be like, oh, type in my code for 10% off. That's how they get people to go to the website and convert. And then they track it and then they compensate the influencers for it, right? So oh, you get 10% off, they get 10% of the sale forever or something along those lines. And, and that's basically what that affiliate program uh, looks like. So it's important to plan ahead with all your traffic. Referrals and collaborations uh, is another big one. If you are maybe new to, um, if you're with a startup or doing this for your personal brand or whatever it may be, or for your company you're currently working in, um, understand who the big players are. Uh, if you have like news outlets that are like industry leaders in your industry, reach out to them, see if they want to collaborate on some content, whether it's a blog article, uh, whether it's a podcast, you know, we talk about those untraditional channels. Um, it's important to tap in and create those relationships because then you can piggyback, uh, not only your awareness, but traffic to your website. And that's SEO 101. Like networking is something that a lot of brands kind of forget about. Uh, but if I can go after like the food network and all I have to do is ask, they can say no, but imagine if they did like a collaboration blog with that bang cookie, uh, example that we used, that is huge for our uh, rankings. And that's how you get more authoritative uh, websites. That's how you rank higher. That's how you grow your SEO. SEO is free once you build it the first time, right? And as long as you maintain that top rank overall too, one thing that we also touched on was optimizing your content. Um, obviously if you have poor content, uh, but a really good SEO game, that doesn't really matter because uh, Google has changed our algorithm to understand how long people are, are on your website for and how long they're bouncing or when they're bouncing. If you have high bounce rates, it's basically not gonna play in your favor because Google's looking at that and saying, this content just must be really bad because no one's you know sharing it, nobody's putting, no one's staying on the website to read it. Uh, so that actually comes into play and, and I think it's an uh, important piece that a lot of people are, are um, kind of overseeing at this time is the not just going up and, and writing an article and making sure that it's 100% optimized for SEO. That's great. But there are other players and other um, parts of the algorithm now that Google has implemented where and other platforms do as well. Same thing for YouTube. I mean, video views and like how long someone's actually watching the video, that's part of the algorithm. I mean, if you have a crap video, but you are somehow ranking at the top, you're not gonna be ranking at the top for very long based on your SEO. So understand trends, utilize search tools, tap into social, make sure that you're uh, setting up referrals. Maybe that's even affiliate marketing or some sort of collaboration. What's really cool is look at untraditional channels. Like I mentioned, podcasts are a thing that are becoming more and more relevant. A lot of people are consuming content that way. They're not watching TV as much. They're definitely not watching commercials. Um, they're listening to podcasts. They're working from home, whatever, whatever it may, may be. Even if you're commuting into the office, that's what people are doing nowadays. You know, they're, they're, they're investing in themselves rather than just jamming out on the way to work. 
Um, you know, when I go into any office, uh, that's what I try to do is I listen to, you know, I have a, a select few that I like to listen to and learn something on the way in. So lastly, optimize that content. That's it for this chapter. That's a wrap. Let's move on to the next one. Next course, I'll see you there.